to play something black. Yeah, that's because all you do is play it. Yep, there we go. Oh, I like that. All right, guys. Right now, as you're hearing my voice, this Friday, I will be at uh, Crackers Comedy Club, Indianapolis, downtown, April 17th through 20. And then uh, April 24th through 27th, Austin, Texas, Moon Tower Comedy Festival. May 9th through 12th, Cleveland, Ohio, Cleveland Improv. That's what's up. Or Cleveland, if you're French. May 17th, May 18th, May 17th, Portland, your mom's house comedy tour with Tommy Buns. And then the 18th, Seattle, with my husband. And then let's go into May. Richmond, are you there? May 23rd through 26th, Richmond Funny Bone, Richmond, Virginia. Come see me. Bounce. Come see me. What do you got, Buns? Yo, if you're hearing this right now, I'm in San Jose oh. uh, at the improv. This tonight, Friday, I'm uh, with Joe Rogan at the Improv, and then uh, tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday, uh, the uh, 20th, 21st of April, I'm with Matt Fulchron, my buddy, the Fulchard. A.K.A. the concierge. Your baby's daddy. going to be with me. So that'll be really good. Um, check that out. <clears throat> then next week, I head to Orlando. Do some shows. I'm very excited to be going back to Florida. And um, I will be there the 25th or 28th. Then Toronto. Scoop up those tickets. Toronto Underground Comedy Club, the 2nd through the 4th. I know one of the shows is already sold out. Please, if you're listening, get tickets. You can get them at TomSegura.com. I have the link there for their tickets and all the tickets. Uh, The next week... Uh, the 8th through the 11th. I'm in Austin, Texas. Um, so please, please, please come check me out in Austin. Then, of course, the 17th and 18th, your mom's house live stand-up comedy tour with my jeans in Portland and Seattle. Get your tickets. Yourmomshousepodcast.com, TomSegura.com, ChristinaComedy.com. Follow us on Twitter, at TomSegura. At Christina P. Ah, shit. I forgot to say that. Follow me on Twitter. I thing. just said Thanks it. for doing that. Yeah. That's why I, I said thank you. Yeah. So, any hoodles, there's that. And we hope you have new denim. Um, a couple other things I wanted to mention. First, Foist. Um, a couple podcasts that our friends are doing now. Um, one is from our buddy, uh, Matt Bronger. Mm, Brongy, yes. Brongy Pants, it's, uh, who's a very funny friend of the show, a very, very, very funny guy, a very funny comic, talented young man. Um, also a friend of ours in real life. Very much so. Very much so. Um, he's a, he's a, a good human being. He has a new podcast called... The Ding Donger with Matt Bronger. It's really silly. <laughs> and it's just him, I he like says, that. dicking around. <laughs> uh, it's on Nerdist Industries. You can get it on iTunes. Uh, just, you know, look for The Ding Donger with Matt Bronger. Um, <laughs> that might win best title of ever. It's so funny. Um, the Ding Donger with Matt Bronger. Yeah. you got you got to check That's that out. Um, and then also... Our buddy, The Full Charge, I'm going to be touring with this weekend, uh, he has a new podcast. Oh. Everybody asks about him having one because he's, he's been on multiple podcasts. He was an original Crab Feaster, right? Yep. That was him and Ryan. And then he went and did one on the East Coast. I forget what it was called. I think with Tom McCaffrey. Yeah, something then, about Brooklyn. Yeah. Last exit to Brooklyn or something like Something like that. Like that. And now he has... Uh, it's, I think it's called The Power Hour with Full Charge. The Power, yeah, so good. Um, Everybody's got great... Our, you know what? Our friends come up with great names for their they podcasts. They do. Yeah, they do. they're funny people. So check out both those guys. Matt Fulshron, Matt Bronger. Um, they both have new podcasts. Um, very, very funny guys. Um, uh, what else did I want to tell you about? There was something else. Oh, I did this one in... Um, 
Cincinnati that's not up yet, but I'll I'll tweet about it or whatever too. I'll okay. plug it. It's uh, with Mike Cronin and Josh Sneed. Mm-hmm. Um, really fun that I did when I was at Go Bananas. Okay. Are you ready to start the show? Hell yeah. Let's start the show, man. Nikki, when you asked me if you could come out here, what did I tell you? I mean, you asked me, and I knew you were going to come out no matter what I said, but what did I tell you? Do you remember what I told you? Back, back Do you up, remember back what up I told you? a minute here. One minute. I asked you, when the fuck did I ever ask you if I could come out here? Get this through your head, you. you. Never... Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. You only exist out here because of me. That's the only reason. Without me, you... Personally, every fucking wise guy still around, I'll take a piece of your fucking Jew ass. Then where are you going to go? Your fucking warrant don't ever go over my fucking head again, you motherfucker, you. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stairs. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. That's how you talk to somebody. Yeah, man. When you want something done. That's how you do it. <laughs> I wish you talked to people like that. I do talk to people like that. You know who did that a lot? My stepdad would talk to people like that. You have amazing... (laughs) He really is, like... I mean, I don't know him, but... Yeah. Everything you've told me about him is so not socially acceptable. Yeah, I know. Like, so not fucking okay to do... You can fucking try me, fatso. (laughs) He... He, um... He told me about somebody taking his parking spot, or he took someone's parking yeah, spot. Yeah, he my, he's way mellowed out now, just due to age and maybe some illnesses. Like he's yeah. chilled, but dude, back in the day when he was in his prime, uh, yeah, someone took a parking spot, and he he gets out of the car and he gets in someone's face. Same shit like that. Like fuck you, try me, fatso. Like he probably would say something like that. That's so crazy. But he's Indian, and he he has like a weird voice. He's like, hey, fucker, fuck you, motherfucker. Like, he was very aggressive. Uh, one time, there's like a two or three-year-old that was really annoying him in line at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, cussed out the parent for that. Really? Fought, getting into fights in movie theaters. Uh, he, he likes to tell people to shut up Yeah. in movie theaters. Like, you know how you're never really... Like, you should probably get the attendant. Yeah. He'll be like, why don't you shut the fuck up? And then, like, start fights with people. Didn't he punch somebody lot. in the parking lot? Uh-huh, in the parking lot. From a movie... That's that was from pay. a movie? Because the guy in the movie theater was like, fuck you, man. And then it was in the valley where I grew up. And then, yeah, it, it went to the par- it went to the streets. Yeah, really healthy. And uh, he also Normal. slashed a tire? Yeah, yeah. He would slash people's tires, retribution for whatever, quote, business dealings that had gone on. <laughs> that is insane. And th- the weirdest part is that I didn't really think anything of it for a long time. Because it was just, that's what happened. Like what Tony was saying. Like when you grow up with crazy shit, you're like, that's what everybody's stepdad does, right? Yeah. That you get ice cream and on the way you stop and slash somebody's tire. It's like that normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking crazy. I man. know. But you know what? I Yeah, my parents weren't like in the PTA or anything either. So I think that's, really? that's why you, you don't notice how weird it is. Because like you're not surrounded by other people that... That don't reflect your mirror. Your yeah. fucking weird mirror. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. You Jew motherfucker. You, you Jew motherfucker, you. <laughs> <laughs> Are Jews in the mob? No, no. But in 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 the casino, Sam, played by De Niro, is he's not a mobster. Right. He's just like, you know, connected. He's a, a Jewish guy. Uh, and Pesci, who's not Jewish, um, this is when they go out to the desert. When Sam's been, you know, Sam's been acting. He's on TV. He's got he got he lost his license. He's but he's oh right right yes. So yes. and he's like, you know, I know you could ask. Here, let's just listen it's to it. Such again. a good movie. It's such a great clip. Nikki, when you asked me if you could come out here, what did I tell you? I mean, you asked me, and I knew you were going to come out no matter what I said. But what did I tell you? Do you remember Whoa. what I told you? Back, back Do you up, remember back what up I told you? Minute here, one minute. I asked you. When the fuck did I ever ask you if I could come out here? Get this through your head, you. you. Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. You only exist out here because of me. 
That's the only reason. Without me, you personally, every fucking wise guy still around, I'll take a piece of your fucking Jew ass. Then where are you going to go? Your fucking warrant don't ever go over my fucking head again, you motherfucker, you. <laughs> that could have been my house. That sounded a lot like Christmas. That's so chaotic. It's a lot of chaos, yeah. Jesus. You know what's so funny? This is this is terrible. I'll, I'll talk about it. Who gives a shit? My mom will never figure out iTunes, hopefully. Um, they used to plot. Like, I remember coming down for breakfast, and I would hear the two of them, like, super fired up. Like, yeah. my mother would be like, and then you call that motherfucker, and you tell him what the fuck is happening. And then my stepdad would be like, yeah, what the fuck I got up? Like, they would plan revenge on people or plan some shit. And I, and I kind of didn't know at the time. I was, like, a teenager. I knew something was wrong. Like, there was a reason my stepsisters and I were goth and smoked cigarettes and hated being That's at home. It's really bad. Little man. stuff like yeah. that. You're like, what is going It's so confrontational. They were very confrontational. Very confrontational. Very bad. But they love talking about dumps, which mm-hmm. I found endlessly amusing. and Dirty and disgusting. <laughs> that's something I take from them. A positive, if you will. Silver lining. Yeah. Is the good stuff you take from your family. <laughs> and that's, that's what true. I got. Yeah, you, you, got it, you saw the positive, which I, I think yeah. everybody does with their family. A brown lining. Because you realize, and this is an extreme example, <laughs> that like people who are like real bad criminals Mm -hmm. that love their kids their kids just look at the parts of their parents that they love that's what i'm saying that's very and and i i will say like uh, apparently pablo escobar was a doting father (laughs) no seriously i mean i'm I'm just making the compare like i don't mean it's the same thing but he murdered people right and was responsible for a lot of murders and and stolen horrible violence but he loved his kids and i will say yeah my stepdad I uh, he never I don't think he murdered anybody. No, but, I, I'm, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's an example. But uh, I, he was really cool to me. And as far as step parents go, step parents can really fuck your life up. Yeah. If you're not lucky, you get a shitty step parent. He was really cool to me, and I'll always I'll always remember that. He'll be fond in my heart. Yeah. He was a nice dude. Yeah. Although it, it's funny, like he how some laughs. people will uh, will marry, will remarry, and they will remarry somebody, and not think about the fact that like that new person maybe doesn't have any interest in their kids at all. I and, it's know. Like, and, and they'll be like, well, I'll deal with that. It's like, that's kind of a huge deal. It's terrible. Yeah. Like, terrible. You, and it, it doesn't have to, it could be the mother too. Like a guy with kids can remarry a woman who's like, yep. you're not going to put them ahead of me, are you? Oh, like, that absolutely. kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. And then the guy will be like, of course not. It's like, what are you talking about, man? It's so difficult. And you know, it's funny because I started listening to Dr. Laura as kind of a joke in yeah. the car, you know? And she is adamantly opposed to breaking up the marriage and getting remarried because the step-parents don't love, their, don't love the children as much. The, uh, you know what I'm saying? The step-parent yeah. doesn't love a, parent, a child uh, that's not biologically theirs. That's the argument, is that it's harder to love someone that's not biologically yours. Yeah. And that's what happens. That's why kids get abused, molested, this and that and the other. Dude, I know, man. I don't know. I'm not a parent, so I'm not. I, I shouldn't like make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. But I think my natural instinct would be like if I had kids and I was single, and I meet a woman and she's like, I mean, I don't want to just be all about your kids. I'd be like, I don't think I could probably marry you. <laughs> yeah. Instead of let's just try this. Yeah. Out. Maybe this will work out. Yeah. I know. Put it's, me first. My uncle's about to marry somebody that my family does not care for right now really and that should be really fun yeah have you met her i no. i i've kind of not wanted to i've uh-huh. kind of separated myself from this drama this is this is his like fourth wedding damn <laughs> the family's like oh yeah you're gonna get it right number four this is the one right there's people that really are um like it's an addiction with yeah. the marriages the marriages one yeah. of my buddies one of my good buddies who you know uh, his dad's on his eighth marriage. Oh my god! And I mean, it was comical to us, you know, when he was getting married for the seventh time. It was like, what yeah. the fuck? And the Lucky seventh one, eight. seventh one lasted a while, and then that didn't work out. And then he was immediately like courting somebody else for the next marriage. But you got to think, and here's the thing: I don't oppose it uh, morally. I don't give. A yeah, fuck. I don't think about that shit it's, either. It's not a moral. But it's like you're not meant for this. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe maybe a legal legally binding monogamy isn't your bag. And not only that, like how many times can you lose your money? 
Because my yeah. uncle's a guy that has, is he amassed a pretty good amount of money in Hungary, and now this is you know divorce f- number three, mm-hmm. four wife number four, mm-hmm. kids and the kids involved and everything. It's like God damn it, dude. It's pretty crazy. Just bang this bitch. Why do you got to marry everybody? Yeah, I know, man. But you know what it is. As you get older, here's why. As you get older and you're a single guy, okay, and yeah. you're interested in somebody, that woman sees her, her um, availability as her value. Yeah, And yeah, so yes. if you're not going to marry her, she, she's going to move along. That's she's, she's why. She's going to move along. The, the women, yes, because... She wants the security. The security of marriage. Right. Because otherwise you're just going to use her as your cum dog and then when you're done jizzing and her, her value has gone down. Well, now you've wasted her time. Right. Now it's like, well, why, why am I let this guy just blow especially, loads in me? And he doesn't owe me anything. Right. And especially Terrible. women who are older now oh, yeah. who didn't, like, say, work a lot and the guy does, they're looking for the security of being taken care of. That too. Yeah. I get that. I do. But on the other hand, if you're both older, let's say you're 50 plus. Yeah. 60 plus. I don't know, man. I because, don't know. Well, but yeah, but if she has like some. I get married. Part time job, right? Or like right. some job. She didn't. She got divorced a while ago and the guy has more money. The woman goes, Yeah, I'll date you for a while. And then goes, Are we going to get married? And right. if the guy's like, I just want to hang out. Bang. She goes, Well, I'm not getting any younger and I don't want to have to like try to, you know, I don't want to date you break up and then I have nothing. Yeah, it really is a business I, for them I at that know. point. I get that. I know yeah. a couple of broads that do that. But on the other hand, I mean, and the thing is is like when you marry multiple times, it's not like you're marrying, I don't think, completely different people every time. You're picking a similar set of bullshit in every woman. You understand? Right. Cuz you're going to be attracted to the same shit. The same bullshit, yeah. the same drama that makes your dick hard the first 3 times is going to make your dick hard the fourth time. So really eloquent way of putting Thank that though. Thank you. You're welcome. Is that from a book? I think Dr. Laura said that. Oh, really? Yeah. Whatever makes your dick hard at right. first will make mm-hmm. your dick hard later. Mm-hmm. That's right. And what's the cure for uh morning and old dick? New dick. New dick. You gotta you know, bounce I, on the new dick. You get a the best way to get over old dick is to bounce on a new one. That's what I always You're say. You're so into this theory. I mean, you really spit it out a lot. Uh, banging new. I I a hundred percent believe if someone's out there, if you're going through a breakup right now, yeah. And man or woman, whoever, and you're more like you're really in it, like oh I love this. Trust me, you broke up with this person, or they broke up with you for a fucking reason. Yeah. So you got to get on with your life. You got to get your life, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and bounce on a new dick. Oh, get yourself a new piece of brisket or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that's the way to get over it. You better get your life. Yep. Get yep. your life. Mm-hmm. Get a new one. Best time. Move on. Physically, move on. Hmm. So anyways, yes. Wife number four. My family is just amazing. So get, many, so get so a new piece of puss, things. too, if you're a guy, right? Get a new piece of puss. Baste your brisket Cook on the puss. someone else, as you say. Cook the puss. Yep. Yeah, don't you think that? I mean, yeah. we can do cry all day for some bitch that dumped you. Well, the cooking the puss, uh, even if it doesn't make you get over the old puss or the old dick, mm-hmm. um, it, it'll give you a little bit of a of a boost. It'll give you a little bit of a boost. It'll remind you that there's more dicks and pussies out there. That's right, in the sea. Yep. And uh, why not have fun? Why not? You, you've been monogamous with somebody for so long. Why not bang out someone new? What would you do? If you were single right now, right uh, now. I'd be de- honestly, I'd be devastated. I've been with you now for eight years. Yeah. I can't even imagine starting over or like But uh, once you got over the the emotional part of it being uh, over, would you go on like a dick crushing escapade, you think? Yeah, yeah, of course. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what you're supposed to do after being monogamous for a long time, and then you go and you bang out. You'd have then you have your stories and like Yeah. You'd settle down again later, but then you'd have that You'd have that one that story to tell when you're with your friends. You're like, remember after Tom? Oh my God! When so I went to the fucking, dicks. I went to Miami and I fucked those eight guys. Oh, I can't wait! Yeah, can't wait. Huh? What? Uh, but don't you think too? You just stick, just work out the one marriage you're in as best as you can. I'm not saying if they're if they're abusive or yeah. they're crazy, like leave or they're alcoholic or junkies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stay because you're gonna, you're gonna marry the same. Bullshit. That's the thing is when you get out of it and you get into another uh, one, you get into the same problem. It's the same shit because you got the same issues. Right. 
Unless the per- other person's a really awful person. Yeah. Or they're, they're doing something that's just, you can't help that. God, Drugs. I imagine the pussy-crushing fucking adventure I would go on. Where would you go? What would you do? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I don't even know. I don't know how I would even, you know, operate, but I would just... Latin American puss? Well, I just, I just know that I would, my attitude would be, here it is. Right. It's been on the shelf for yeah, eight years. It's out now. Wow. So anybody that was like, would you like a glass of water, sir? I'd be like, do you want to suck my dick? Right. Like that. And you know what's really a selling point for you mm-hmm. is that you're STD free. Yeah, that's true. Because you've been preserved, if you will. And I'd be like, puss. I'd be like, uh, hmm. if you have something, a disease, would you like to give it to me? Oh, I'm so, ready now. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And you're older. You can afford to treat that disease. Pills. Big fucking deal. Big deal. They got medicine for everything. How many times have you been burned? I got burned by gonorrhea twice. Hmm. <laughs> before we were married or at, during our marriage? Uh, once before, once during. But I got over it. And I don't cry about it. <laughs> My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Um, so one of the things I'm hoping for this weekend, and it's something I hope for every weekend is that when it's time for me to come and hit the stage, (laughs) 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 some comedy clubs are really good. And you guys know, (laughs) if you've been to clubs, they're really good about getting Uh. the crowd excited (laughs) for who's about to hit the stage. So we went ahead and pulled our favorite worst <laughs> intros to uh, playing stand. I don't know why. First of all, this whole idea that as as a comedian, I mean, you guys know us very well. As a comedian hitting the stage, that I need it to be a <laughs> rah rah. Par- like I don't want it to be right. rah rah. The, the lights have to be flickering yeah, on and why off. Why is that? I'm doing stand up. You're going to talk not, for the next hour. Yeah. I don't associate what I do with a party. I don't need. You know, it's not a fucking party. <laughs> I mean, I want you to have a good time, but it's not like mm-hmm. it's not. I didn't. I don't. I didn't score a touchdown, and I don't right. want it to be like let's fucking yeah. Like, but clubs, not all of them. Some of them have this no, total not the good one. M- yeah, misconception of like what it's like. Why, like, that energy, that crazy energy fits for some comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, But they don't care. Comics. They're like, no, you're all this. No, we're not all that. We're not all the party. Yeah. The party. My favorite, my, and also, they're drunks. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're getting a bunch of drunks rowdier 
before you come up, that's the dumbest fucking thing you can ever do. Like yeah. you should keep the drunks as quiet as possible. Of course. Don't get them fired up before you come on stage. Of course. God. You know what I used to do? There's club Martini Blues back but it doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. The guy that runs it, oh, he's the sweetest guy, but he had this cheesiest thing, you know, like it, he would have the, you know, the let's get ready to rumble. Mm-hmm. The it, He would play the ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Let's, let's get, get ready, ready to rumble. rumble. And then it would go doom, 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 doom. And the lights would flicker on off. And he would have this whole thing like, welcome to Martini Blues. Pre-recorded? No, he would do this in oh. the back of the room and I would stand there and, and like laugh. But he would go... <clears throat> Keep your table talk to a minimum and your laughter to it's a always, maximum. It's always that. It's so corny. Yeah. It would always make me dry heave a little. Like, oh, these poor people. The other thing. All right. Here, I'm going to go ahead Keep and do. Keep your laughter uh, to uh, a maximum. Right. Do this. I'll do mine. Do mine then. I'd rather do mine. Ready? First of all, you have to mispronounce my name. Okay, this is what I get brought up to constantly. <laughs> Uh, you've met your feature act and your MC coming to the stage. This lady is not only funny, she is smoking hot. Everybody, get your dicks out, put your cocks in your hand for Christina Paz Pazitsky. It's the worst. It is the worst. And then you walk up on stage and you're like... And this is what you... You reach for the mic and you're hearing... Like, why am I hearing this right now, man? And then the guy doesn't turn it down once you grab the mic because no. he thinks you're just going to rock out to the song the way he is. Yeah. I hate this song. It's always best to insult whoever's in the booth. Yeah. Whenever that happens, like whenever they play the song, you're like, thanks, man. Thanks for that fucking piece of shit song <laughs> you just played. And Zero you get thought. off and they're like, do you not like that song? You're like, no. Why would I, why would I want a sexist? I'm just a girl. Like, it's so stupid. So just dumb. because I'm a, a female comic, I want a song that addresses the fact that I have a vagina. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's so dumb. Why would you want that? You want them to forget you're a fucking woman because they hated that you're a woman to begin with. Don't remind people. God damn it. So fucking dumb. Um, what's it called? The, um, the other thing. You're not going to do yours? No. Why? Do yours. What's your least favorite comedy club intro? Probably would be. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your headliner? Come on, it's Friday night. I didn't even hear that. You know, the guy that's been on television, <laughs> been on the comedy stars, Lucida, Conan O'Brien, and he's got a podcast <laughs> called Your Aunt's Place. And he's coming to stage right now, but you have to get there. Yeah. 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 And then I grab the mic and I go, Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for playing that. And the crowd's like, This is perfect for comedy. This is what comedy's all about. And it, it really matches your personality, too. Isn't this, isn't this your favorite song? This is me. This embodies who I am, 100%. This is, this is exactly the high-energy act they're about to hear for the next hour. Now, Bert just called. Should we call him on the podcast live right no. now? Do you want him? Sure. All right. Uh, let's see what he says. He won't even answer. He just called. Yeah, but he doesn't answer. Oh, really? Hello? Hey, um, what's up, man? What are you doing? Nothing. Was yesterday your birthday? No, it's today. Oh, happy birthday. I didn't know we were doing this on your birthday. Yeah, I mean, it just happened to work out that day, you know? Nice. Are you drinking? Um, are you drinking? Right now? Yeah. 
No, I'm working. What? But what's working for you? Isn't working just drinking? No, I'm shooting. Uh, I'm shooting uh, this uh, this what with the what with the made stuff in a hotel. You're, the what stuff? What with the made thing? I'm shooting oh. that in a hotel. Oh, really? For what? Yeah. For the um, for uh, scripts. That's awesome. Hey, um, that girl that you've been flying around to meet you on when you shoot the show is she uh, with you right now? Uh, I'm just recording this right now. I'm recording this. <laughs> what, um, what are you doing Right now, yeah. I'm, I'm recording it right now. Hey, say hi, Christina. Hi, Bert. Hey, Coach. How you doing, buddy? Um, what's the lineup tonight? It's pretty jam-packed. I'll just put you up when you want, man. Just come by, and then I'll just put you up whenever you want. Tonight? Am I what? On the Scott Kennedy funeral at the pub? No. There's a funeral tonight? Yeah, at the Abroad and Um All right, what time is it? Is the show at 8? It's at 8 o'clock. Are you going? Are you, clo- are you closing the show out tonight? No, we're, you know, we have so many people doing spots that we're just going to, um, like, go up there, introduce the show, and just bring up as everybody, like, you know, back to back. So I don't think it's really going to. Yeah. Do you want to close it out? Just come by. I'll put you up whenever you want. All right. I'll see you tonight. All right, buddy. Thanks. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye <laughs> I'm glad he brought up the funeral. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's surreal. Yeah, that's uh, that was really sad. Scott Kennedy died. Um, for yeah. those of you who don't know him, he was a comic, uh, Texas guy, really funny guy, nice Sweet. guy too. Died way too young, 47. Yeah. Jesus. I right. hate when comics die. I know. It's going to start happening so, so much so more awful. to our peers. Great. Who do you want to die first? Mm-mm. Do you want me to die first or you? I would want to die before you. Okay. I don't want to walk around thinking about how awful. Like, that would suck, man. Yeah. Well, the guy dies first anyways. Does he? Mm-hmm. Why? Guys are just more prone to die before the wife. So you're pre- you've prepared for it mentally. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably die before me. Here's Maria. Oh, my gosh. God, man. Well, are you going to answer that, too? Why not? Right. Hello? Happy birthday. Thanks, Maria. Last well, night I called you early and left you a message. Oh, cool. Hey, um, I'm doing a podcast right now. Can I call you back? Yeah, I just wanted to wish you happy birthday and uh, see how the comedy thing went. But call me, you're done. Hey, did, um, you said you had something to tell me. Is there something important? No, I tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about it later though. I'll tell you, uh, I had a little discussion with that. Like, okay. I kind of was really blunt. All right. Off. Can you say, um, oh my God, seriously? Oh my God, seriously? That was good. Okay, thanks. I'll call you later. Okay. I wonder what the discussion was. I don't know. We topped on. Oh, uh, that was fun. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any 
jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. All right. Um, so where are we? Where were we? I don't remember, man. We did our comedy intros. Yeah. <clears throat> we um, talk about break Braso. Braso. Do you want to? Do you want to learn about him? Yeah. I I don't really understand this. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, um, there is this guy. Uh, named Brazzo, B-R-A-C-O, who is a worldwide phenomena, and um, he is hustling people uh, into paying to watch him stand there in silence and stare. And they come in droves to stand and watch him stare back in silence, mm-hmm. and they claim he has a healing power. Um, this guy's... The staring at you heals you? His staring here heals you. It's one of those things where it's like, well, just, um, you know, have you considered staring at him yet before you, before you criticize? Wow. I do want to point out that his website, brazzo.net, um, a lot of stuff on the site. Uh, he has, oh, his live schedule is coming up. Korea. Oh, no, excuse me. Kona, Big Island, Hawaii, Portland. We're going to Portland. Maybe we'll yeah. run into him. Phoenix, LA, New York, Boston, Perth, Australia. Um, and then wow, products, the world. products, oh my God. DVDs and CDs, books, golden sun jewelry. Mm-hmm. So isn't that weird that the guy who has the healing staring power mm. also has stuff, a lot of stuff to sell you? Yeah. What could he possibly be selling? What's the DVD? I'm more worried about the CD because you just stare at him. The CD. So it's just an audio recording of him staring. Yes, of course. They're like, what? Can't you just hear him staring back at you right now? <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me have somebody else better explain what it is that Brazzo do. Okay, what's Brazzo do? That's what I'm saying. Do do your thing, Brazzo. In Croatia, in Zagreb, is a man who is daily asked for help by thousands of people. His name is Josip Gadbavats, better known as Brazzo from Srebrenjak. This 38-year-old economist stands out completely from hundreds or thousands of alternative healers all over the world. And this young man has not given a single interview to television, the press, or any radio show. He has not made a single advertisement or published his work in any other way. However, thousands of people come daily to Srebrenjak, and every week Brazzo spends up to three days traveling across the Balkans and Europe in order to meet people wishing to see him, but who are unable to visit Zagreb. People who look for Brazzo's help are of varying ages, religions, and personal attitudes, but all of them are consumed by huge problems and unable to see their way out of their situations. There is only one help left for them, Brazzo. I mean... Yeah, there, that's the common rub, though. Everyone's got these awful problems, and then here's a guy that'll solve it for you, right? Does anything sound like more bullshit than what you just heard? Where, where the fuck is Zagreb? Oh, he's Croatian. Yeah. See, this is Eastern European nonsense. He looks so Eastern European, by the way. Is he looks like he'd be related to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want you to do it. You can just uh, let your hair down oh, like yeah. he does. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. I'm trying right now. Ready? Yeah. Because I was... Do you want oh, me to heal wow. you? Hold yeah. on. Did you feel something? I feel like I got a shit. See, that was my healing powers. Wow. Because what if I did this? What if I dressed up mm-hmm. um, in a white shirt and khakis, <laughs> grew my hair out, and was like, hey, I'm Krapso? <laughs> I definitely think that would work. What a racket. This guy, how do you start something like this? I thought it's a great idea. Yeah. Like, how do you convince people that you're staring is what's making them better? Um. Well,. Do you want to hear some people talk about when they? Yeah, I don't get it. Okay, some people. I did still this. don't really get it. 
it, it was an amazing experience. It, it just, there's nothing that can compare. Within 10 seconds, I saw him shapeshift. No, people really come into their own. They, they get a sense of power. They, they, they stand taller. They stand full. Oh. They, they glow. They have purpose. It was just like a shower of golden specks, like a confetti just flowing over my body. A couple of tears came down. I'm just like, oh, wow. I mean, I'm not this kind of, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not this kind of guy. Bratsu is someone who actually would never call himself a healer. Do you have any specific healings that you know of that have taken place through this time with Razzo, um a, a boy who was having PTSD, uh, oh, traumatic episodes mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. And the very first time that I saw Razzo, I happened to think to bring him in. And from that moment forward, he hasn't had another one. I actually had no more pain. I've been dealing with so much pain in my right foot because of my injury with, to my right foot. I had this terrible toothache. But, oh, God, I hate to be here, but maybe I'll, you know, never know. Maybe I'll heal it. And I was just, it's, oh, oh, God, this is starting to hurt. I said, oh, geez, take me, Jesus, take me, Jesus, that type of thing. Yeah, and now it's gone. He has a missing tooth. <laughs> so he's talking about his tooth, and he's like, oh, this is a terrible toothache. And now he smiles, and there's no tooth there. <laughs> I don't think he knows that Barazzo didn't heal it. Somebody took your tooth out, man. Right. You. And all of a sudden, it just, poof. And it, it just kind of disappeared. And, and it's gone. Uh, it's, oh, it's gone. Your oh, tooth is gone. gone. So all of a sudden, I felt better in my spine, and I'm also, oh, I can move my hips around and stuff. <laughs> my back usually really hurts, and it hasn't. Uh, but then the next day, I went to see my mom. This really is the kind of it's shit so that crazy. makes me go, people are fucking idiots. Totally. We're, we're fucking totally. idiots, man. Like, suckers. Total suckers. And. You know what? Each and every one of these people deserves what they have coming to them, you know, <laughs> for being fucking idiots. Well, I, I have no sympathy for you. No. And the, the real issue is how much does Brazzo charge? Yeah, I don't what's, know. What's the fee to see the Eastern Bloc guy stare at you? You know what's a good idea? Let's see it with the tour coming up. Let's find out how much to go um, see it. Here's the event. He's coming to L.A., so let's see what the L.A. Oh. event is going to be like. I, I bet you it's Staples Center. Is it like a huge venue? Uh, no. Oh, okay, good. Thank God. Uh, the gazing session schedule. <laughs> gazing. You know, it'd be really great if Brazzo pulled down his pants oh. and then masturbated on everybody. <laughs> and they're like, it's his healing jizz. I can I've rub it into now, my see, face. Now, <laughs> see, that's something I could pull off. If Krapso could do that. Krapso. Yeah. Krapso could jerk off and be like, you got to pick up his jitters and rub it in your face. <laughs> rub it wherever you're hurting right now. My spine. Let him come on your back. <laughs> I had heat rash. Krapso's jizz. I just rubbed it on that spot. No, it, it doesn't. It's still, it's crusty, but it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? Ugh. I don't know. Okay, door Do tickets will know. be sold. Will also be sold at the event. Here it is. Okay, thank God. Okay, so he's doing nine staring sessions. <laughs> uh huh. Ticket cost is eight dollars per session. Okay, that's very reasonable. That's not bad. And you get a th each session is thirty to thirty five minutes. Oh wait, um, so it's eight dollars for him to stare at you for a half hour. For half an hour, but he does it nine times a day. <laughs> You can get an all-day pass for all nine sessions for $72. So you can just stare at that motherfucker <laughs> for basically um, like four or five hours. Five hours of staring for like 70 bucks. Mm. That's worth it, you know, when you think of it. Yeah. Now, you know what? Eastern blockers are very into seeing... I think there was this thing, uh, Magigoria which is in Eastern Europe too, where some woman saw two sisters, two ghosts. Yeah. There's a lot of like Virgin Mary sightings in Eastern Europe too. Mm -hmm. And then there's a guy on Oprah. Yeah, and Croatia always has that shit. Yes, yeah. yes. And then uh, John of God, Oprah went to go see him. He's in South America though. And he performs like surgeries on people. Like he actually scrapes people's eyeballs and like cuts people. It's so yeah, crazy. That sounds cool. Well, he claimed, people claim to be healed by John of God too. But John of God, I don't think... Takes money? This guy does. Uh, and there's a lot of products. There's Brazzo, the Gaze of Light uh, oh. DVD. There's the Story of Brazzo. That's oh. a DVD. 
There's Awakening Within Us DVD. <laughs> What's his story? Invisible Hug DVD. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Bridge DVD, Invisible Hug. Life After Life DVD, Journey to Brazo DVD. Oh, these are all Paradigm Shift, Fifteen Years with Brazo, A Dream <laughs> Comes True with Brazo. Oh my God, it's a lot of products, man. There's the Brazo Thank You CD. Uh, it's a musical album, and let's see, Brazo is a musical icon in Croatia. He began his career. He's a fucking singer. No. That's who he really is. He began his career at age 16 with a number one album and has been topping the charts ever since as a pop rock artist. What? He is now the same age. Wait. Oh, Boris. Sorry. That's Boris. Oh, I was like, and then how did he spin off from okay. a rock? Career? Well, because that, that would make sense to me. A guy who didn't make it. Yeah. Being like, what if you stare at me? Then will people come out? <laughs> I okay. think Invisible my Hug bad. is my favorite product. Yeah, he also has... You can't sell an invisible hug. <laughs> what do you mean? That's a great title. I got an invisible hug. That's a great title that maybe somebody should consider for an album. <laughs> a stand-up it's like album. like what my mom gave me, yeah. Invisible Hug. Invisible Hug. He has books, <laughs> 21 Days with Barazzo. Um What's that like? 21 Days of Staring. Oh, how boring. Yeah. No, no there's thanks. a Spanish language only... Después de la gran tragedia. I don't know why. <laughs> but you know what? The Latins love shit like this too, though. Oh, yeah. They love staring at the Virgin Mary people mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, mm-hmm. huge on like, the Virgin Mary appeared in a village. And like, no, it didn't. And stigmata and all yeah. that crap. Yeah. Um, how about, would you be interested at all? Because mm. um, you have a birthday coming up in some Golden Sun jewelry. Oh, only if it's really overpriced. Okay. How much does Brazzo charge for his fine gems? Well, he has... First of all, you should know about the golden sun pendant. Okay. Um, the sun is the symbol of life and is the source which gives us life and light and energy. What the fuck? He has created the first sun pendant from 14 karat gold as a present for Ivica on his birthday. Oh, my God. How much well, is this? it big? Okay, here we go. Is it a medallion? Here's what it is. There's here's the pricing. There's a single sided pendant with a diamond. Okay. That's three hundred forty five dollars. Sounds reasonable. There's a double sided pendant with diamonds, hmm. five hundred twenty five dollars. Okay. There's the small stud earring with diamond, one hundred eighty dollars. Hmm. The large stud earring with diamond, four hundred fifty dollars, and the woman's ring with diamond, four hundred fifty dollars. Stupid. There's also the men's ring from Croatia. So this is a Diamond in the center of the sun with Brazzo and Ivica's name on each side. I don't know who Ivica is. Maybe his girl. Maybe. That is $1,580. Oh, my God. And then there's the white diamond encrusted cuff ring. Um, This is a symbol of clarity, purity, and strength. And it was introduced by Brazzo into the sun jewelry to connect and remind of, of these special qualities. So that, that has a little more impact for me, personally. Okay. Um, that is offered at some events. It is $2,400. Oh, my gosh. Um, that sounds really reasonable. And then there's the limited edition, special edition pendants. Uh, it's a third-carat diamond solitaire large sun pendant with 14-carat gold chain. And just at this event coming up, they're going to offer it for a very special price, <laughs> just $2,145. Ah. So I hope all of our listeners um, order this. <laughs> it sounds like a great, great deal. I mean, if he's Eastern European, why he should be selling Adidas tracksuits like Brazo, <laughs> <laughs> so that my relatives would buy that. They totally would. Would you like to hear how more people uh, reacted to him? Because that's yeah. kind of my favorite. Okay. I and I walked in the hospital, God. and she was walking down the hall on a walker with a nurse on each side and they're all going my god this was a miracle she just got up this morning and wanted to walk in and eat breakfast she hadn't eaten anything but like a cup of little something for a month now in the course of my gazing sessions i had some spontaneous spot-on miracles happen for me Crapso will begin masturbating. (laughs) Everybody lay on the ground and open your mouth and show us where it hurts. (laughs) 
Trapsa is masturbating now, furiously masturbating. He's only going to do this nine more times today, so as many people that can get this first Krapso load out. Mm. I'm healed. I want breakfast now. Thank you, Krapso. (laughs) I want breakfast now. Thank you, Crabso. I saw you shapeshift when you came in my face. <laughs> I saw you come diamonds. Glitter diamonds. Do you have any jewelry of you masturbating? <laughs> uh, my tooth hurt, and then you came all over. <laughs> How does it feel? Now my tooth feels better. It feels like a big bubble. Mm. Immediately, I felt a warmth and a lightness. <laughs> See? It's a wonderful, tingling sensation. Um, <laughs> and toward the end, it, a lot of heat. I felt this intense a lot heat, of heat. Um, throughout my body. Yeah, this come. heat came out <laughs> and actually hit right in the neck, right where I had <laughs> That energy is more powerful than any of our pain. That's right. Any of our See? problems or any of our situations. Canapso doesn't talk either. <laughs> he just He's not him. supposed to talk. Never talks. You, you have to harness his jizz power. We gotta do That's a. So funny. I gotta get a video up of Crapso. I want a parody of this, and yeah. you can be masturbating on people. Ugh, his so healing. He's so warm. <laughs> Crapso keeps a steady diet of bison and beef, so his cum smells <laughs> extra pungent. <laughs> his, his beefy cum is the <laughs> healing secret. <laughs> but I want you on a mountaintop, uh, like really high above Croatia. Little children playing in it, people dancing in it. <laughs> <laughs> people from everywhere come to Krapsa's village just to get one of those magical loads. <laughs> and they show you, like, what? So, what is Krapsa uh, really like? And it's like, well. He really just loves whores. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of an asshole. He's got all these talk. whores back in his, his village uh, hut. In Zabreg. Zabreg. Fuck Bratzo. Short. <laughs> yeah, fuck this asshole, man. If you are stupid enough to give Bratzo your fucking money, yeah, I know. you deserve to have your tooth hurt for a long time. <laughs> it, it really preys on the weak. It preys on people that are so You should see the fucking people in this testimonial. I'll show you their faces, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, of course that's the person. Makes me sad, though. Fucking idiots. You know when you're at your lowest, and then, you know, he probably, he promises them everything. Yeah. Pray. And then, you know what it does? It also, it makes the people who didn't have a breakthrough feel like they're, they're, um, they're not getting it. Right. it, It makes them... Right, they're they're spitting out the testimonial that it worked, so they're not, so they're not one of the ones that it didn't work on. Right, they're embarrassed for it not yeah. to work on. Well, them. yes, it's a, it's like a, on, when you're on a reality show and then yeah. they feed the fire. Like, didn't yeah. you think that was crazy? Yeah, yeah that yeah. was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's the same logic. Yeah, of course. Wow. Well, there you go, crop so. Mm. I can't eight dollars for thirty minutes for this asshole to stare at you. Unbelievable! Mm. Unbelievable! Wow. It's the world we live in. The invisible hug. Um, he seems to have an invisible hug. Yeah. That'd be great. Invisible hug. He sells the seed. Invisible hug. All right, jeans. Um, I got to go. I got to get ready and stuff. All right. Is there anything, take a shower. Uh, anything else? Um, I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. I thought there was something else. There's a would you, not a would you rather, a filler up. Still shut. Oh, well, can we do that real quick? Yeah. Okay. I'd love to. All right. Fill her up. Uh, seal her shut. This time the addition is dead people. Dead people. But Excellent. dead people at their worst, like right before they were dying. Right. So fill her up, seal her shut, almost dead. Almost dead edition. But now dead. Oh, okay, okay. 
You know what I mean? Like, so this is somebody, deathbed edition. There you go, deathbed. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's start with the ladies. Uh, recent deathbedder, Annette Funicello. I don't know if you remember her from Mickey Mouse Club. Right, what'd she die of, do you know? Just old. No, I think she had some pretty awful degenerative shit going on. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Annette Funicello, and then... Um, on her deathbed. On her deathbed. Okay. Or... Elizabeth Taylor. On her deathbed. She was a real pig mess for like a lot of years. Hmm. Let me see what Annette Funicello died of. I will tell you this. Annette Funicello, she was a pretty lady. She seemed like a really nice lady, too. But uh, she was married to this piece of shit uh, agent at ICM Uh many years ago. And I went to see him when I first wanted to be in showbiz. He was a real prick to me. So I will forever associate her with that piece of shit guy. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let's see. She just died. Illness and death. Oh, no. Dizzy spells. Multiple sclerosis. Damn, that's really rough, man. That's terrible. So she died of MS. So she was pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Okay, so would you rather fill up and seal shut a very sick Annette? With her on her deathbed, or Elizabeth Taylor on her deathbed. A bloated mess, yeah. Yeah, she had a lot of shit going on. Wheelchairs and, you know. (laughs) 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 You know, uh, Mm. I feel like already one of my desires is always to go for the better story so I can tell the story later. Yeah. So I think Elizabeth Taylor is a much more intriguing story just because of who she is, you know? And she died um, of uh, congestive heart failure is yeah. what we're looking at. But so, she had, she had, I mean, it's not as bad as a mess, but she had other shit going on. She was a pig. Yeah, she was a mess. She was a pig? No, because she would gain a lot, a lot, a lot of weight. Yeah. And then I maybe lose it. She was a mess. You know, she both of these mess. broads, if they had Big met Krapso, they might have been That's healed. That's what I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Krapso, uh, my heart is giving out. Let me come all over it. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Taylor was absolutely out of her fucking mind for the last 40 years of her life. Oh, yeah. She got married seven times. Yes. You know, Michael Jackson was her bestie. Yeah, all kinds weird. of weird shit. Um, yeah, so who's going to be? I'm going to go with her. I'm going to go with Elizabeth Taylor. Okay. Elizabeth Taylor on her deathbed. Um, telling me stories about Michael Jackson and other people in her life. Yeah. Um, telling me stories about Marlon Brando. I feel like that could be a fun evening, you know? I remember when uh, Elizabeth Taylor was not in her prime. Maybe yeah. uh, it, it was when things were turning for her, and she did some white diamonds or something. Can yes. you remember that shit? Those and were unbelievably she was bad. so gross, and she was like, white diamonds. Yeah. She was so bloated. Diamonds are forever. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Krapso? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cute. There, you know what? All I'm saying is there's a time to dip out of the limelight. Like, remember when Dick Clark had the stroke and he was still doing... Came back. Television. Like, why are you... Stop. Stop it. That was terrible. Be Have some fucking dignity, man. Yeah. Quit it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, despite me hating her ex-husband, uh, Annette Funicello. She was actually... She held it together. She was a delight. She, you know, was a sweet... Sweet lady from what I know. Not a lot of crazy going on. Okay. I feel bad for her, the MS and all. Yeah, of course. That's a horrible way to go. Yeah. Um, well, we're horrible people. So that's why you would get you would fill her up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then on the male side. Now, this is a really lucky thing because this guy just died too. Yeah. Ebear. Roger Ebert. Ebear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and Siskel. <laughs> Gene Siskel. Two thumbs up their assholes. <laughs> way up. Way, Two way up. Two thumbs up my butt. Um, okay, uh. so would you rather... Yeah. <laughs> would you rather bang Siskel or Ebert uh. for hours on their deathbeds? Ugh. As movies are playing all around you, because they have to, have <laughs> they have to criti- they have to critique them. They're critiquing you having <laughs> oh, no. sex and the movie. Like The Wizard of Oz is playing, yeah. The Godfather's playing on another screen. Classic. Gone with the Wind. Yes. You know what? Okay, I have I fucking hate critics. Yeah. I hate them. I have zero point zero respect for anybody who makes a living 
as a critic. I got to say, this is one of the things that most excited me. The day that Roger Ebert uh, died mm-hmm. was um, getting a... I, had, I found out he died on Twitter. And then as I was scrolling through tweets, everybody was like basically um, paying a tribute to him. And they were like, rip him, you know, rich Robert Ebert and blah, blah, blah. Everybody was saying something about him. And then I texted you, hey, you know, Roger Ebert died. And you were like, he did? Fuck that guy. <laughs> and it was such, it was, uh, it was a, a, a very warm feeling mm-hmm. that like I was staring at Carapso that came over me that I was like, oh, it was, it was nice. It was a nice departure from what I had heard everybody else say. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, the guy, I know he went through really horrible shit. And of course, I will never shit on somebody for going through medical difficulties. That's not why I hate this. I I hate both of these assholes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what qualifies you to be a goddamn critic of anything. Yeah. The only thing I do respect about Eber mm-hmm. is that didn't he make Valley of the Dolls too? He actually wrote and made a film. So he knows how I don't hard know what is. he made, but he did make a film. He did. And I do respect somebody that makes art, critiquing art, mm-hmm. but still. He made one movie. Yeah, one movie, asshole, and not a very good one. And yeah. how dare you make a living criticizing uh, artistic people's stuff? I, I don't I give a that. fuck about I hate it. Roger Ebert um, as a movie critic only because I've read some of his critiques of films. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. He's reviewed like fucking 100,000 movies. But the few that I have, I, al- I almost always completely disagreed with what he said so i just didn't value him as a movie critic well and that's that's also addendum to my loathing is that it's subjective of course critique is subjective so what this fat fuck likes you may hate (laughs) what this privileged white man yeah uh you know doesn't like you may love because maybe he's an elitist fucking pig prick who thinks he's special because he's educated at harvard or whatever the fuck his background is yeah so he'll shit on a movie that might be dumb, but guess what? It does really good. Yeah. All right? Like Fast and Furious. I'm sure those guys hated those films. I don't even know. Yeah. But you know what? They make millions of dollars. Who gives a shit? All right? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, that's terrible. What? He's making fun of the bear's face. No, I'm not. You're making You know who I would fill up and seal shut, or let me fill up and seal shut? Hmm. Gene Siskel, the skinnier one. Yes, I like that guy. He had, I liked his personality. I'm going strictly off of personality. I don't really like movie critics either, but I, in all the TV stuff I used to watch with Siskel and Ebert, I like Siskel more because he had more of a shitty attitude, and he made me laugh snarkier, more. Yeah. He was a snarkier guy. Personally, I liked him. Um, I really just, I would have gone with him to fill me up and seal me shut. Yeah, I hate both of them. Uh, it's hard for me to choose. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe the skinnier one. Oh, fuck it. No, you know what? I like Ebert better. You know why? He made a movie and he married a black lady. His wife was black. I respect that. Just because she's black? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's a really, like, good for him. It shows that he has love in his heart, and I like that. So I'll take that. You got to talk into the microphone, babe. We can't hear. Well, do you think I was trying to not talk into it? Do you really think that? I got to go. I got to get ready. All right. Um, well, um, no, no, this it's is not. Don't worry about it. I know. He was not, wearing a brown sweater. This is not the part that's supposed to match, Slick. Mm-hmm. Give it a moment's thought. What are we doing now? The promos. Mm-hmm. Do you know what they have to match? Nothing. <laughs> No promo ever has to match anything. I thought we were about to do... Welcome to the exciting world of television. A wholly new field for you to begin to learn in. This is Cisco and Ebert. <laughs> well spoken, Roger. He's well, that's uh, something that you really hear. He did? Yeah. Gene Hackman and Kevin Costner in the Pentagon thriller No Way Out. That's this week on Cisco and Ebert. You sounded very jaded. <gasps> Two thrillers this week on Cisco and Ebert. First, we'll review Michael Caine and Pierce Brosnan in The Fourth Protocol. And then Gene Hackman and Kevin Costner star in No Way Out. And we have a third thriller, too, if you're interested. What do you mean, two thrillers? They left out the big easy. How about, no, let's, let's, why does this always have to be lockstep? How about something like this? It's thriller week on Cisco and Ebert, and we've got three big ones. 
and then three one-liners. Dennis Quaid in the Big East, Michael Caine in the Fourth Protocol, so-and-so and No Way Out. That's a better promo. Okay. Ready? I guess you're going to do it. You have to rewrite it, don't we? Because you can't. Oh, no, let's. You can't add it, Gene. Let, can we, can we, for the last week and next week we'll do it, uh, next year why we'll do we it next year. No, every week counts. Let him, you read it then. You add lib it. I'll do nothing. Let him do whatever he wants. This is going to be today's That's theme. why I think we ought to write it into the, uh. No, let him do it. It's Thriller Week on Cisco Niebert in the movies and we've got three new ones. Gotta have energy up and the movies nice out. Please, why don't you read both parts? I'd like to. Get your I know that. Up, please. please get your energy up. It's Thriller Week on Cisco Niebert in the movies, and we've got three new ones. Dennis Quaid in The Big Easy, Michael Caine in The Fourth Protocol, and Kevin Costner and Gene Hackman in No Way Out. Sound a little excited, Gene. Sound less excited, Roger. That's why we're redoing it, because of what you did. It's Thriller Week on Cisco Niebert. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. But do you see how, how miserable they are? Yeah. The critics? Because they're no-talent fuck-offs. That's why. Who criticize people that are trying yes. to make something good. Do you know they're the worst thing ever, too? Misery. They're miserable uh, cunts. Music critics oh. and comedy critics. Whenever you oh. read reviews and you're like, Don't even go the there with fuck? me in that. All right. You got to get going. Yes. I've got to get going. We've all got to get going. Um, thank you for listening, mommies. I love you. Thanks for being here for her. We love her. Be... Give me a song. What do you want to hear on the way out? Oh, um, I don't know. Let's hear that. Uh, let's hear Tones on Tail. Which one? I don't know. Put something in. Just, just Google whatever first comes up. Well, you know what's first going to come up, and it just did. So Your favorite one? There's nothing I can do about it anymore but just to play it. So There you go. Sorry. Yeah, I like it. All right, bye, guys. We love you. Bye, meows.